Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I am your host. And today I'm going to share with you guys how I went from hating my legs and my thighs and what they looked like in my younger teens and 20s. I'm 35 now as a side note to now being in love with the process of building them stronger. And the reason I want to share this with you guys is because I talk to so many women who tell me they want to lose weight, they want to get toned. And I do talk to many women who are very insecure about their legs and they want their legs to be skinnier and they want to be smaller. They want their waist to be smaller, their legs to be skinnier. And, you know, so many women just are constantly trying to get smaller. We're we're trying to nitpick the parts of our body we don't like and we want to eliminate, shrink them down, make them smaller. And so what I want to talk about today is kind of the mindset around that, some practical things you can do, things we can control, things we can't control, and a little bit of my own journey because, I think it's easy to forget when we see people online. If we see somebody, an Instagram person who has a six-pack ab, we think like, oh my God, they must be so confident, must be so nice. But I guarantee you that that woman probably picks herself apart as well. We all have these insecurities, right? And so, of course, you know, a big part of my coaching is to support women. And, you know, it's not all about the scale and it's not all about, you know, being perfect and having a, a six-pack abs. If you know me and you follow me at all, you know I am not about that one little tiny bit. But it is a reality that as women, we all tend to have. We all tend to have these areas that we just, we just, no matter what we do, we can't get rid of it. We can't get them smaller. We can't get them to look like how we want it to look like, right? And so I remember, guys, as a young girl, I remember being a preteen and noticing that my legs were a lot bigger than my friends. And I was never super overweight, but, you know, I'd go through phases where I, I was a little bit heavier, um, you know, and I I really, I used to eat a lot of junk food as a teen, fast food, you know, and I was very active. I was in martial arts and I did sports in school, um, you know, so I would go through seasons where I'd be smaller, seasons where I'd be bigger, but one thing remained the same that I always had very large legs, especially for how young I was. And I remember seeing other women specifically. I remember there was a couple women that I looked up to in the martial arts school that I was attending. And I just remember that they had these long, lean, beautiful legs and they would kick straight up in the air and it would just be this beautiful silhouette of this long, lean leg. And I would just think to myself like, oh my God, I just wish I had skinny legs. I just wish I had skinny legs. And I just want to hug that little girl right now and just tell her that that's nonsense, that you know her legs were beautiful. But that was me at the time, okay? Through my teens, through my 20s, and it wasn't really until probably my 30s, I'm 35 now as a disclaimer, as of this recording, that I really started to appreciate my strengths. And also it was helpful that, you know, over the last couple of years, the booties have been making a comeback, right? I don't know if you've, how long you've been around, uh, you know, when you're listening to this podcast, but uh, the 90s were like the skinny era, you know, all of the models, Victoria's Secret models, they were all skinny, skinny, skinny. And I feel like nowadays, you know, it's kind of nice. The marketing out there is embracing the curves and, you know, jeans that are promoting that have, you know, room for the booty and the thicker legs and all of that. But back when I was younger, that was not the case, right? So anyways, I digress. So 
I remember, you know, asking, I really remember asking this one woman who is a bit older. I looked up to her a lot. She was also a black belt where I trained. And I asked her like, how can I get my legs like yours? How can I get my legs skinnier? And she just told me what she does, which was, you know, she did martial arts, which I was doing. And she ran, she ran a lot. So I thought, okay, that's the answer. Then I must need to just diet and run. And let me tell you guys, you know, in the martial arts, running was a big part of our training. So I had already been running for years by that point. And dieting, maybe not that, that, not so much, but a lot of hours doing martial arts, kicking, holding stances, which is a very like isometric strength training hold, um, you know, and then lots of running, pounding the pavements. And my legs never got smaller right? So I kind of carried that, you know, through my 20s where I always just thought, okay, well, if I lose weight, my legs will be smaller, you know, and it just never, never happened. And through years of fighting amateur, fighting professionally, even when I look back at my skinniest, smallest self, where even when I had six pack abs and very, very, very little body fat on me, my legs are still the same, you know? And it took me a long time to just kind of understand through knowledge and life experience and and all of that, that a lot of it, guys, is just, it's genetics. And looking at my family, we just genetically, many of the women in my family and even my dad, on my dad's side, we carry a lot of muscle in our legs. And that is a beautiful thing. And I realized later on how blessed I was to have strong legs and that some women kill themselves for years in the gym to compete on stage to have legs that were the size of mine, you know? So it took me a long time to appreciate that. And I bet that you have an area on your body that somebody else wishes they had. (laughs) Somebody else wishes that their back was as strong as yours naturally. Somebody else wishes that they had shoulders like yours naturally, or they had flexibility like yours naturally, right? We all have gifts that we're born with. We all have strengths. We all have things genetically, or maybe the way we were raised, certain things we did a lot as a child that just promoted us to carry muscle in that way. And so, you know, later on, I learned to appreciate it. And what really changed for me is as I started my amateur fighting, uh, I really became serious with strength and conditioning. And I had dabbled over the years since I was 20 with weight training, but I never really knew what I was doing, right? I would go to the gym and I would do like the gym bro workouts. In fact, I remember the very first times that I went weightlifting in the gym, it was Gold's Gym in Fort Lauderdale on Commercial Boulevard next to the karate school I was at at that time, 18 years old. And I was with the other karate bro guys copying the same workout as them. (laughs) And knowing what I know now, you know, I just really, if you're a woman and you're doing the same workout as your husband or your boyfriend or your brother or, you know, whatever gym bro, um, you know, you probably need to train more specifically for you and not just what the gym bros are doing. Not that it doesn't work, but, you know, I had no idea what I was doing. I was copying these guys that were, you know, 10 years older than me and 150 pounds heavier than me, and it was just a mess. Um, Over the years, you know, I had tried different workout guides on my own, workout programs, workout books, Jillian Michael challenges, etc. And it really wasn't until I began my amateur fighting career and I started taking strength and conditioning very seriously. I started training at Symmetry Fitness with my trainer Ahmed. 
And I really started to learn the beauty of weightlifting. And I saw my body transform. For the first time, I saw muscles that I didn't know existed on my body. You know, and that as I started to lose weight, even though I was lifting insane amounts of weight, insane amounts of weight that I didn't even fathom was possible, squatting 310 pounds, deadlifting over 300 pounds, doing 400, 500 pound sled pushes up and down the track, and at the same time losing weight and being for the first time 130 pounds, you know, cutting weight to fight at very small weights I had never healthily been at before in my life. It was really mind-blowing to me, you know, seeing that I could lift such heavy weights and still get leaner. And I think a lot of women have this, this mindset that's programmed in us that lifting weights makes us bulky. And that is a myth that I am just adamant about breaking and showing you guys that it is not true. It's not lifting weights that makes us bulky. What makes us bulky is eating in a calorie surplus, right? If we're eating in a calorie surplus, and of course, if we have muscle and then we gain fat on top of it, of course, you know, we may have that bulkier type of look. I certainly have gone through seasons in between fights where maybe I felt a little bulkier or fluffier, but it was not because of the weight training. Because I saw that that correlation kind of flipped on its head where the heavier I lifted and I stayed really tight with my diet the more lean and the more toned I would look. And there were a couple times, there were a couple fight camps where I just kind of didn't do the strength and conditioning, switch gyms, or was doing it on my own. And you can see a clear difference in my body, that it looks softer, you know, I don't have the same muscle tone. Even though I'm the exact same weight, my body looks incredibly different if I was not doing the heavy weight training. So, I started to kind of realize that that paradigm shift of, wow, I can lift really heavy and I can get these beautiful muscles, right? Not just try to get smaller, try to get skinnier, but really fell in love with being strong. And also it was a really cool challenge to me of like, wow, this is how much I could lift. I didn't think that was possible. And, you know, also what's nice is that when you start getting in a a positive weightlifting environment and you start seeing other people, you know, you see somebody who looks your size or maybe they look smaller than you or older than you or whatever. And you see somebody that you're like, wow, if she can lift that much, I wonder if I could lift that much. And so I really had a lot of mindset beliefs shattered and expanded through weight training. And of course, there was moments where it was scary. There was moments where I was intimidated. There was moments where it was really challenging, where I was super sore, couldn't walk the next day. But it just became something I would say about, you know, eight years ago or so that I really fell in love with. Even though I had been lifting since I was 20 years old for 15 years, it was really the last eight years that I fell in love with it. And so, you know, going from that old mindset of like wanting to have skinny legs to then embracing my legs, embracing my glutes, and realizing that the more I took care of my body, the more I did strength training, the more I ate in a balanced way where I was fueling myself, the better I felt about it, the more confident I was, the more excited I was if if I had to go up a different pant size because my butt was getting too tight in them, you know, like I got excited about these things that previously would have crushed me, 
mentally. So that is the the really amazing thing that I love to see when women start weightlifting and getting excited about the gains, getting excited about the strength training. And so I did want to share a little bit about just, you know, the logistics of it. And that, you know, again, many women think that to become toned, they need to do cardio and they need to lift light weights for a lot of reps, right? They don't want to get bulky. They don't want to lift too heavy. And of course, could you lose weight doing that? Yes, because to lose weight, all you need to do is be in a calorie deficit. But what we're talking about is, you know, changing your body composition. If you're wanting to become more toned and change the shape of your body, in certain areas, it's really going to come more from building muscle and then losing body fat. And if we do too much of dieting and cardio and like low rep, low weights, low repetition, or sorry, high repetition, we're not going to see as much change in our body. We may see the scale change, but we may be disappointed when we see like, oh, I thought I was going to have muscle here. I thought I was going to have ab lines. I thought I was going to, my legs were going to be more toned. And it just doesn't happen that way. For most people, they need to spend time in a calorie kind of maintenance phase where you're eating enough for your body to kind of maintain the same weight not dieting, not overstressing about cardio or cutting your carbs. And during that time, you're lifting heavy weights, right? Low repetition, heavy weights, using a progressive overload, eating plenty of carbs, enjoying your food, right? Fueling yourself. And you're going to find that as you lift heavier, you are going to need that fuel to lift heavy. So, you know, by doing that and creating that strong base of muscle underneath, when you do lose body fat and you go into a calorie deficit later on, you are going to see that muscle tone show. Think about like a sculptor, sculpture, right? You know, you're, you're that rock and we're chiseling it away by losing the body fat. But if we don't have the muscle built underneath, it's not going to be there when we chisel away the body fat through a calorie deficit. So, If you are somebody where maybe you're feeling the same way I did when I was younger, maybe you're picking yourself apart and you're saying, you know, I hate my legs or I hate my back or I hate this part of my body. I really want to get it smaller. I guess I need to diet. I guess I need to do more cardio. Just realize that that is not going to get you to the body change that you're looking for. It may get you to your weight goal. You know, you may lose weight. Of course, you can lose weight without exercise. You can lose weight without weightlifting, right? But what we're talking about is if you want to make a change in your body composition, we have to lift weights right? We have to lift weights. We have to eat enough. We have to lift heavy enough weights to make that change. So if this is something that you are interested in, if this is something where you're like, heck yeah, this is me, right? Maybe you've done weight training before, but you really haven't gotten comfortable with it yet. Or you do machines and dumbbells, but you're a little bit afraid to pick up the barbell. Or you're a little scared to go into that kind of open weight area in the gym. Or maybe you've done it for years and you're just so sick of thinking of your own workouts when you go to the gym. If that is you, please send me a message. And I would love to talk more because I'm going to be offering some different 
programming options for you know women who want to lift heavy, change their bodies, get stronger in the gym, get more confident, and not just focus on the number on the scale, but see those real body composition changes because I feel those can be so much more rewarding. Listen, I have cut weight and you know competed in jujitsu and in uh you know for kickboxing, for Muay Thai, for MMA, amateur professional. I mean, well over 20 times, you know, between all of those things. And I can tell you guys firsthand that when you get down to that number on your scale, it does not equate happiness. It does not equate confidence, right? It's just a number. And what's more exciting to me and what feels better to me, right, from being the skinniest I've been to the heaviest I've been, what's most rewarding to me is that progress I feel lifting heavy, getting stronger, seeing my body physically change. That is way more exciting to me than seeing the number on the scale. It was a necessary evil that was a part of my career as a fighter, but it was never something I enjoyed. And in fact, before I started fighting, I never even owned a scale. I never even checked how much I weighed, right? I would just go by how my jeans fit basically. So again, if you are in that same boat as me where you are wanting to get stronger, change your body, be more confident in the gym, stay tuned because I'm going to have some exciting things coming for you in the very near future. But in the meantime, reach out if you have any questions, send me a message on Instagram or Facebook, and I will continue sharing more information uh, on social media and here on the podcast. So that is it for today. I hope my story helped uh, just kind of just share again that you know we're all human and having abs is nice right but it's not all about that and we all have those areas on our body that maybe we're not happy with and what i would encourage if that's you instead of trying to think how can you get rid of them how can you make yourself smaller how can you make yourself stronger how can you take that area that you perceive as your weakness and make it your strength right? How can we do that? So that's what I'm here to help you with. That's it for today, guys. I hope you have a great rest of your day, night, week, weekend, whenever you're tuning in. And I will talk to you all next week.